All righty, beautiful. Welcome back, people. This will be the first show coming back after the the break we had at my expense, David. The RBA's yep. raised rates as of today, as of you know, 20, 30 minutes from recording this. Uh, the RBA met for their November decision on the same day as the Melbourne Cup, and they have raised the cash rate 0.25%, I believe, to 4.35 from 4.10. So um Let's just get into it. What are your thoughts on it? And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, look, no real surprise. Um, the inflation data that came out towards the end of October showed that um, showed an increase in inflation uh, for the quarter and a few things happening. When you read the, um, like the RBA puts out a statement um, every time they do a, um, an announcement. And you know, they've been saying for a while, they've sort of been using the same language for a while where they're saying that um, you know, they want inflation to return to target, which is between 2 and 3% within a reasonable time frame. They're worried that high inflation might get sort of entrenched in the economy so prices just keep going up and then wages go up to, to match that and then prices go up because the cost of wages, you know, gets sort of passed through into the cost of products. And, you know, they're talking about how they're looking at trends in global the global economy, trends in domestic demand, and they keep saying they remain resolute in, a, in their determination to return inflation to target and will do what is necessary to achieve that outcome. So, like, you'll probably remember, like, early 2022, interest rates were 01 Cash rate was 0.1, and then we had a couple of 0.25 RBA rate increases for a couple of months, and then there was a couple of 0.5 increases. So last year, in um, interest rates rose 3% in 2022, and then this year, 2023, we've had it. We had a couple of early meetings where rates were put up 0.25, so um, one percent in total. And then for the last, well, the three months, the three meetings prior to this one, rates were left on hold. So, um, yeah, mo most of the economists and the big banks predicted that the RBA would raise interest rates. The International Monetary Fund apparently were visiting last week and said that they thought. Yeah, the RBA should be raising rates again because they just want to get inflation under control. So, yeah, we're not we're not sort of at the the points of um yeah, interest rates at seventeen or eighteen percent, which you know people would if if we've got any listeners who had loans in the um yeah late eighties and early nineties, you know interest rates were you know horrifically high then, but you know albeit on lower um loan balances, but you know still pretty high, and um. There was a bit of there was a bit of interesting sort of um, dialogue between the government or Jim Chalmers, the treasurer, was you know sort of trying to signal, I think, to the RBA that you know the government and treasury didn't think that there was a material increase in inflation in the inflation figures that came out in October. But yeah, you know, the RBA has basically said that it's it's just getting stickier. It's higher than it they'd like to be. Um, you know, the cost of goods is going up, the cost of services is going up. Um, you know, some of the things in the basket, the inflation basket, you know, people don't really have control over because, you know, one of the big things is rents. Um, and when, you know, rent's going up at the moment because we've got um, more people in the country and we've got less people per household, 
um, which means vacancy rates are really low, which means rents are going up. So it's you know pure supply and demand, and interest rates going up ain't going to change that. Um, in effect, they might just put rates up because um, you know when when investors have properties and interest rates go up, i.e. their costs. Um, they might want to pass that through increased rents. And the other big one, Damo, is um, fuel costs. Um, you know, you don't get much change out of 100 bucks for a lot of people at the moment when you're filling your car up. And um, a lot of that's driven by external uh, pressures. So anyway, we'll just see how we go. Like if you, have a, if you, if you type into um, Google um, RBA statement, there's, you know, they give a bit of a bit of a rundown of what, what they were thinking and, and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, they, they just want to, try and establish a bit more of a sustained balance between supply and demand. And if they, by putting up interest rates, that hopefully will cool demand a bit and allow supply to catch up. But, you know, whether that yeah. sort of works or not, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Obviously, neither of us are economists. We're just people with opinions like anyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really get it anymore, to be honest, because it, it's all they can do is, affect demand by making things more costly and reducing the amount of disposable income we all have fair enough yeah but if there's anything towards you know a fixed rate cliff being a myth if half of a lot of fixed rate loans are still to come onto variables this just means the the rate they're going to revert to is a is another 0.25 points higher so yeah. you know how I, I we'll see how we go i guess just for for context to rate city which is one of the websites we go to for a lot of our data they track interest rates across all the banking sector and sort of track who's got better deals and that sort of thing they uh yep. just noted that now that we've had another 25 p- p- basis point increase that will take the total rise in monthly repayments on a $750,000 mortgage to $1,815 since uh, the rate started going up with the RBA back in May 2022. That's obviously based on a standard loan with a dual income household on a 20% deposit that they use to get the mortgage in the first place. So yeah. um, look, it's it's it probably makes sense that they had to do it, but I don't really understand it's hard to know whether the news says how bad everyone is struggling in the economy, how much of that is true or not, because they just tend to tell you whatever negative shit's going on to keep you reading the headlines. And obviously yeah. and look- within within, sorry, Dad, within our our business, we're not we're not seeing too many, uh, if any, of our clients struggling uh, that we know of. So like, from our perspective, we're not exactly sure what is going on, but we can't speak to it that we're seeing. We're only hearing it, hearing about it from, you know, maybe family friends that are that are talking to us about where they're at financially. So yeah, look, I think I think people are struggling, but I think they're adjusting and coping. Um, they're trimming back. The the thing with interest rates, it's pretty blunt. Like if you're if you're a self funded retiree interest rates going up is fantastic because you earn more on your deposits and if you don't have a mortgage you've you know, you've got more disposable income if you're if you've got a mortgage you're copying it in the neck especially if you're on a variable rate um you know, for the people that fixed for a period of time um 
and maybe still be on fixed. You know, they'll they'll be they'll be um, you know, there'll be quite a, a, a shock to the system once they come off the fixed rate. Um, for renters, um, you know, if if investors have to put up rents because you know their costs of providing that rental have gone up. Um, plus, um, yeah, there's just more demand for the property that they have. Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to impact just a, you know, a, a proportion of the economy, whereas others are probably going happy days, put you know, put interest rates up. So I was just having a look at um, a thing about Turkey. Um, last month, annual inflation in Turkey was 61%. So that means, you know, some, if you had... <laughs> something that costs say hundred bucks last year cost hundred and sixty one dollars now. So um yeah we don't want it sort of to get to those levels. And I can see why why they're doing it. The I, the, the interesting thing that will come out in the next month or two, I think, is there'll be more questions about what the government's doing because Philip Lowe, when he um finished up his tenure on on the Reserve Bank, um, he did have a bit of a dig at the government to say that um, the RBA was the only one that um, seemed to be trying to curb inflation and the government wasn't really doing a lot. And the IMF, when they were here last week, said that federal and state governments need to sort of trim back some of their infrastructure spending because it's just fueling um, the cost increases in materials to build as well as labour. So, um, yeah, we'll, ju we'll just see how it all, all plays out. It's, um, yeah, the, probably the only winner, the only real winner I can see out of interest rates going up is um, people who are self-funded, retirees, people with no mortgage, um, probably people that live at home um, and the opposition because the opposition will basically say that since the Albanese government got into power, rates have gone up by four point something percent. Like the cash rate's gone from 0.1 to four now, four point three five percent. So um, yeah, it's just going to be an interesting time. But the the main thing for listeners is if you're if you're struggling. Um, uh, the ABA is going to put out a campaign, which is probably long overdue. But if you if you are struggling, um, get on the front foot, talk to your broker, talk to your bank. Um, if they're not giving you any joy, talk to us about what you can do just to, you know, interest rates, there's an old Tom Jones song, what goes up must come down. And eventually interest rates will go down because um, eventually, you know, people run out of money to spend when, when rates go up. So, um yeah, you know, interest rates will go down eventually. They might go up again in December, who knows? But generally they'll go down. But between now and then, talk to your broker, talk to your bank uh, about what you can do because, you know, you might, you might be able to go interest only for a while. Um, you might be able to, re, you know, there's plenty of banks refinancing where they just add a 1% buffer rather than a 3% buffer to your Current uh, current loan and repayments, which makes it easier to to move loans. You can extend your loan term, um, interest only for a while, a repayment pause. There's plenty of options, so don't 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 sort of you know lay awake in the middle of the night thinking about it or or stress, um, because the last thing any lender wants is to um is you know is to have to you know come and sell your house. So um yeah, just um, just sort of keep that in mind. I figure we could chat about before we go. Canstar had an article come out just recently 
comparing the highest and lowest interest rates on offer across all the banks. They haven't specified which banks. They've just specified these are the offers uh, as of October the 3rd, which is the most recent update they had for this. So it might be a little older based on obviously the RBA's raised rates, but the, the average basic variable rate right now for a basic loan, 6.32%. The minimum they could find was 5.64% variable. The maximum, 9.04%. That's obviously a huge gap uh, in an offering. Yeah. For fixed rates, we'll just do, I guess, two-year fixed rates. The average is 6.33%. The minimum fixed rate offering for a basic loan is 5.63% from one lender. The maximum fixed rate they're, they're offering is 7.79% uh, at the moment. Uh, mortgage brokers, obviously, we're biased. This is like dad's a mortgage broker. The business we work in is doing mortgaging, mortgage broking for people, getting people finance to buy houses. Mortgage brokers are, in my opinion, in the best position possible to know what interest rates and what home loans are on offer for anybody listening to this who wants to buy a house or wants to look into refining, refinancing their existing home loan. If you want to get in touch with us, please do so. But by all means, just get in touch with a broker, an accredited broker, whether you hear about it from, from family, whether you hear about it from friends or whether you hear about it online, get in touch with a broker because having one of those people in your team on your side is an invaluable resource, especially at a time where if your mortgage is your biggest uh, if, if if your mortgage is your biggest expense of all the things you pay for every month or every week or every fortnight, the rest of the money that you have left over matters a lot for your quality of life, for the quality of life of your kids, uh, and for the for the future prospects of yourself, you know, down the line if you want to retire earlier than the normal person gets to. So yeah, just get in touch with a broker because a bank, if if a if you walk into a bank and you want to get a fixed rate home loan, fixed rate for the first two years, that bank might know that another bank is going to give you a better deal based on your circumstances. They are not legally obligated to tell you that. And that is what a broker is 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 legally obligated to do. Just for, for fuck's sake, like get a broker. Don't care who it is. Just get a good broker on your side. And, you know, we're biased, obviously, but for yeah, it's just... It's getting to the point now where people, I'm talking to a lot of friends and family who are even renters who are really struggling, even reaching into their savings accounts to cover some of the um, uh, out-of-pocket expenses that they've got going on, whether it's things like a car loan or whether it's things like credit card debt. Obviously, they are still making their own choices getting into credit card debt, but um, things are getting so expensive now that lots more people I know anecdotally are struggling if you want, if you've got a home loan and you and you you you're not sure that you're getting the best deal, talk to a broker to see if you can get a better deal so they can provide you guidance to reducing the biggest expense that you'll likely be going through if you're a, a mortgage uh, holder. So yeah, hope everyone's going well. Otherwise, and Dave, if you had any final thoughts, and then we'll bail. Yeah, no, no, I think that, yeah, just, yeah, reach out if you need help. Um, you know, you can't control interest rates, so control what you can, which is what you spend um, and, you know, what you do. So, um, yeah, but if you need help, give us a shout. Easy. All right, have a good time, people. We'll talk to you in a couple of days.
If you are on Spotify, like I said in a couple of podcasts previous, 70 to 75% of our listener base is our Spotify members. So they have Spotify accounts. That means you can leave us a review. Obviously, we would love a five-star review, but any review would be great. If you're, just say you're 25 and you love finance podcasts on Spotify, when you give us a review, Spotify suggests our podcast to other people like you in their algorithm. That helps us a ton. It's invaluable for helping us to grow. If that's something you'd like to help us do, I would appreciate it sincerely. Uh, So would dad, so would everybody, because we like helping people the insights we're able to provide on this podcast. If you find them helpful, please share the podcast around if you'd like to, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one.